Elegance is all in the mind of the wearer. Philip Treacy. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. I know we are all busy, um, but thank you for taking the time out um, just to, to hang out with me for a little while. I haven't recorded a new episode for you for a while because we were traveling and um, life was just kind of crazy, right? Um, So instead, last time I posted a podcast, it was my back to school episode from last year. But to be honest, our routines and our strategy for going back to school haven't changed a whole lot. Um, So hopefully it was helpful for you, as I know many of us are gearing up to send the kids back to school. And if you are a teacher or a professor like me, you are also gearing up for school. Um, We're always really excited for the fall, Um, not only because everyone's going back to school, but also just because um, there's all the different events that come up in the fall, right? We have the different school events for the kids, but also being at a university, we have all the sporting events and just campus events and all the students coming back into town. Um, So it's always really exciting. And my family and I really enjoy it. But I am not here to talk about the fall with you today, although maybe maybe we can talk about fall on a different episode. Um, today, I actually want to talk about elegant style and how to achieve an elegant style on a budget, specifically with regards to how to go thrift store shopping. I posted on Instagram earlier this week several of my different treasures that I recently found at the thrift store. And I had so much fun, but I also realized that I've been thrift shopping for a really long time and I have like my own strategies for it. So I thought it might be helpful to share it with you, especially because we, when we talk about work-life balance, I'm always talking about utilizing your resources well And one of our resources is our money, and we can utilize it well um, by by putting ourselves on a budget. And sometimes that realistically means that we don't spend a whole lot on our clothes. But on the other hand, I love beautiful clothes. I love dressing stylishly. I love feeling confident and beautiful. And so my favorite way to do both, to operate on a budget, but then also to feel beautiful and to wear beautiful clothing is to um, try to get these these items at a reduced cost, um, specifically from thrift stores or consignment shops. And so that's what we're going to chat about today. I've got like 10 different ideas or my guide to thrift shopping to share with you. So the first idea or tip 
is to set aside enough time to make it worth your trip. I like to think of thrift store shopping as a treasure hunt. Um, not, it's not going to be like just a one-stop quick shop kind of thing, unless you're really specific about what you need. If you know, like, I just need a pair of black shoes, I'm going to run in and see if they have black shoes in my size, then that's one thing. But if you're really looking to like revamp your wardrobe and you have a decent wish list, then you need to make sure that you have time for it. I've also found, based on experience, that making sure I have time for it also means not necessarily taking my kids with me. Because although my daughter will someday appreciate going thrift store shopping with me, um, right now she's three and she gets bored. And thrift shopping, again, it's a treasure hunt and you also have to try a lot of things on and it takes a while. So make sure that you've booked yourself enough time to really make it worth your trip. Number two is to visit the thrift stores or Goodwill or whatever your consignment shops are visit the ones that are located in wealthier neighborhoods. This has been one of my favorite things to do even since, I don't know, senior year of high school or freshman year of college, was to find the goodwill or the consignment shops that were in the wealthiest neighborhoods of the city because they always have really nice stuff. Um, although maybe some really wealthy person might not think that this dress is worth anything to them anymore, it was like a treasure to me. Um, especially when I was operating on a college student budget. And so, yeah, so just be strategic about where you're, where, what stores you're going to, what locations you're looking at to find good thrift stores. And once you find good ones, then keep going back because the beauty of a thrift store is that the inventory is always changing. You may not find something one time, but the next time you might find all kinds of good things. Okay, tip number three is to consider what you wear. So you've already decided you have enough time to go, but you also want to take into consideration what type of clothing you're gonna wear. So if it's gonna be a little bit of a longer shopping trip, you're going to want to dress comfortably, but also think about the fact that you're probably gonna need to try on all of these different clothes and shoes and things. So you'll want to wear things that are easy to change out of, um, and also be really mindful of what undergarments you're wearing. I've run into this problem before where I've gone in with like a, a sports bra or something and I find some really beautiful dresses, but it's hard to gauge what they actually fit like with a normal bra, right? So just keep that in mind. Wear the things that you would most likely wear, um, the undergarments that you would most likely wear with whatever types of articles of clothing you're looking for on that specific trip. Okay, and that leads us to the next point. You're going, you're going to want to know what you're looking for before you actually go in. It doesn't matter how great of a bargain it is, you're not saving yourself any money if you're buying things that you don't need or that you already have or that aren't going to serve you well. Um, trust me, I have been there, I've done that, I've built huge closets um, from you know, thrift store visits and shopping trips only to find out that I don't feel like I have anything to wear. So instead, I like to keep a wish list. Um, so I operate on a, a pretty minimalist wardrobe and it's also very neutral. So I know all my pieces mix and match. And um, 
I just have a wish list of things that I would like to add to my wardrobe, or also I have a good feel for the things that maybe need replaced. Things that maybe don't fit as well as they once did prior to children or for whatever reason, or maybe things are just getting worn out and they need replaced, and so I can keep an eye out for those things. And so you could keep a list on your phone, or maybe it's just a mental list, um, but don't just go in blindly. Otherwise, you're going to end up feeling overwhelmed because you're not even sure what you're looking for, or you're going to end up buying a bunch of things that you probably don't even need in the first place, which again, does not save you any money. Um, a great example of this is just the other day, I found a really beautiful green dress, and I already have a bright green dress in my wardrobe, and green's not really one of my staple colors. It's not part of my neutral, my neutral color palette, but I always try to have at least one green dress because the university I work at, their school colors are green and my son's school colors are also green. And so it's helpful to have something to wear, whether it's to campus events or to a basketball game or football game or whatever. And so I found a green dress that I really loved and decided that I like it better than the one that I have in my closet. And I've known that the one in my closet is problematic for, for a while now, um, mainly because it requires a strapless bra and I don't always want to wear a strapless bra. So, so yeah, so that's just an example of, of knowing what I wanted going in and knowing what I have in my closet. So number five is to keep an eye out for quality markers. So this is really important, especially at consignment shops or thrift stores, because you're buying things that have already been used or have already been worn. And so you want those items to be of high quality so that they can withstand another person wearing them and putting them to use. And so some things that you could keep an eye out for are one, just looking for things that still have the tags on them. And that means they haven't been worn yet, right? And a lot of times you can also see that you can kind of, you can see how much they cost um, brand new. And so that's also kind of an indicator of quality. Not always, not everything that's expensive is high quality, but um, it can give you an idea of what type of what type of piece this might be. An example is I found a dress just the other day at the consignment store, and I think the dress was on sale for $18 at the consignment store. And it still had tags on it, it was brand new, and the tags said that it was $150, um, you know, from Nordstrom or wherever it was from. And so that kind of signifies, oh, this is a pretty high quality piece that would be worth my $18 of, of investment, okay? Some other things you can look for are just designer or name brand labels. Um, and maybe you have specific brands that you, that you love, so you could keep an eye out for those brands. Um, and you know that they have high quality, you know that they fit you well, you know what size you are in those pieces. Um, so that's something that kind of indicates quality. Some other things are, if you're looking at dresses, look and see if, they have a, if they're lined. Usually the higher quality pieces are, have a lining and they fit better because of that lining. Um, sturdy zippers on, you know, on your jackets or on your, on your pants. Um, having metal buttons instead of just those really cheap uh, plastic buttons. Good stitching when the stitches are smaller and closer together, that indicates that it's probably more sturdy, it's gonna hold up better. And also looking at the fabrics that, that the piece is made out of. So natural fabrics like cotton 
or linen or wool, those are going to be of a higher quality than something synthetic. Okay, number six. This is the key, and this is why, partly why thrift store shopping takes so long, is that you need to try everything on. Uh, it's impossible to get a good idea of the way something's going to fit based on what it looks like on a hanger being kind of rumpled and shoved into a rack of millions of other mix-matched items. So you need to try everything on. I don't know I don't know how people just buy things that they just saw and it looked pretty and then they buy it and they get home. It might not fit the way that you think it will. Um, un unless you're shaped exactly like the models that we see all over the place. But um, I am not, so I have to try everything on. <laughs> and another thing to keep in mind is that all of these different brands, they, the sizes fit differently. And so that's why you need to try things on. But it also gives you a little, little bit of a span of things to look at. So when I go... I don't only look at my one specific size that I typically wear, which so I typically wear a 10 or a, a large in things, but I will also look at size 8s and size 12s um, or some mediums or extra larges because, like I said, all items are going to fit differently. The brands, the sizes, the sizing is not always consistent. And so that gives you a little bit more of a range, um, a wider range of treasures to look at and to try and see if you can find something that is on your wish list. Number seven is related to this idea of different trying things on and having different sizes is that it's important to remember that tailoring is always an option. It, having a tailor, you know, hem something up for you or um, make, you know, if you have a blazer to make it fit better, that's not going to be too big of a cost, especially if the item that you're uh, that you're purchasing is of really really great quality and you're getting a good deal on it, it might be worth the investment of a tailor to make the item fit um, fit like a glove. So keep that in mind when you're looking at things that they don't always have to be exactly what they are. You might have some flexibility in having a tailor hem something up or take something in. All right, number eight. We're almost there, we're getting there, I only have 10. So number eight is to check the sale rack or know the tagging system of the store that you're going to. There is nothing better than a discount on thrift store prices. So make sure you check out the sale rack that they have. They may have a specific rack where they put the sale items at, but I know the store that is here it has like a tagging system. So based on how long the item has been in the store, they gradually reduce the price. And so if you find items with the tags that have like the red mark on them, then they're reduced, right? And so just be familiar with that. That way you can keep an eye out for those items and get an even better deal. Okay, number nine is to know the store's return policy. A lot of times thrift stores or consignment shops have a no return policy. They won't allow you to return anything. And that's why circling back, it's so important to try everything on and really just inspect the piece before you decide to purchase it. Make sure there's nothing, there's no rips or tears or seams coming undone. Um, that way you make sure you're actually getting a quality piece like you think you are because it's not like a normal store where you can just take it back. 
Um, so you want to make sure that you love it before you buy it. And then number 10 is in order to maintain a simplified closet, um, like I said, I love to operate on a capsule wardrobe. I like to practice eliminating one piece for every piece that I bring home. And that doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes I am in need of a specific piece, um, but other times I'm replacing something. So if I'm replacing my green dress, that means that I need to get rid of that other green dress and not just let it hang out in my closet for no reason. Um, so I like to eliminate things when I bring new, new pieces home. And the best way to do this is to then take them to the consignment shop and sell them there where you can earn either cash or a lot of times you, if you take store credit, you they will give you even more store credit than they will give you cash. And you can turn around and use that to revamp your wardrobe every season um, or however often you like to do that. So that's the best part of thrift store shopping is that you can kind of get into a cycle of buying things at the store, wearing them for a season, and then reconsigning them, right? And not only is it affordable and you get to feel stylish and wear something new every once in a while, but it's also really sustainable. It's a really great way to recycle clothes instead of just sending them off into a landfill. So I hope that these 10 tips around thrift store shopping are helpful. Like I said, I have been doing this for a long time um, and I still love it. It's one of my favorite things to do and I hope that I get to do it with my daughter um, as she gets a little older. So if you find any fun treasures next time you're out thrift store shopping, I would love for you to share it with me. Have a great week, friends. Let me ask you a few questions. Are you mentally and physically exhausted? Overwhelmed by the never-ending to-do list? Feeling trapped between work and family? Or maybe you're just simply craving more time to pursue your passions. I want to introduce you to the Elegant Balance Academy. It's a step-by-step -step guide to creating a work-life balance you love. This is a self-paced online course complete with video lessons, worksheets, and of course, an online community where we can all hang out and encourage one another. You can design a life that you love, a life where work, family, leisure, and rest exist harmoniously, a life built on a foundation of your personal values, a life filled with purpose. In other words, an elegantly balanced life. And the Elegant Balance Academy is designed to help you do just that. The doors haven't opened yet, as I'm still working on creating it, but if you're even the slightest bit interested, please head over to the link in the show notes and join my VIP list. That way, you won't miss a thing. All VIP members will receive exclusive discounts once the doors open. Again, you can sign up at www.kayleehackney.com forward slash VIP.